Hello and welcome to Relationship Goals Question Mark. My name is Amber Zackham and joining me as always, Danny Zackham. Woohoo! Woo! Mm. Hope everyone is doing good. Amber's just uh, enjoying her mini cone. Yeah. I'm not drinking tonight because I've had heartburn all day. So I'm eating a mini cone instead because dairy never gives anyone heartburn. No. Mm -mm. She loves mini cones. So. They're literally like a tiny little drumstick cone that are like, I don't know, what'd you say, like three inches long? Yeah. Perfect little dessert. A little bite size. Yeah. I love it. Um, I, I guess we'll say welcome back. Mm -hmm. It's been, been a few weeks at this point. Do you not remember recording an episode last week? Compatibility. Oh my God. Those two, that, well, we'll just cut that out. Yeah, we'll leave it in. <laughs> I walked in all the time. On the bonus episode, you said, let's cut that out. <laughs> so, guess we'll continue. Guess we'll keep on keeping on. Um, <clears throat> no real new business. Welcome to April. It's our, April is our six-month anniversary. Yeah, nice anniversary. So, we'll probably do something fun this month, but we don't necessarily know what it is yet. Um, I don't think there's really any business to take care of i can't think of anything you might be able to just dive right into this one mm -hmm. trying to think any shout outs anything mm -mm. Nope. nothing nothing really new but tonight we're doing a topic that um i've been kind of vocal about a lot throughout yeah. at least the last couple of years and we're calling it pre-baby prenup pre-baby prenup so um, I've done a lot of research for this episode. Danny's done no research. About the same as usual. Mm -hmm. Amber, did, Amber did a lot of research from the notes I see. So mm -hmm. yeah, she really dove deep. Well, this is something I care a lot about. And yeah. when we're talking about, when we're talking about having kids, this is something I'm, I guess, passionate about, if that's the that's right the wording. Right word, yeah. I mean, everyone knows what a prenup means. It's literally a prenuptial agreement. It's usually focused on assets and um, how money would be split up in the event of a divorce. There's also something called postnups, which is again, a postnuptial agreement. I uh, just copied down the description from Wikipedia. It says a postnuptial agreement is a written agreement executed after a couple gets married or have entered a civil union to settle the couple's affairs and assets in the event of a separation or divorce. So what is a pre-baby pre, uh, prenup then? Um, essentially, I want to do a post-nup before we have children in regard to what would happen with all of the decisions that have to be made in regards to children in the event we got divorced. And there are a lot of decisions. I mean, there's a few, there's a few different reasons why, you know, we wanted to do this one. I think this is a super important topic with us, you know, going into our thirties and us talking about having kids. So this topic, this is something we talked about, obviously doing before we got married, Amber said she would sign something, but I did not make her make me <laughs> make you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would have been absolutely fine signing a prenup, anything I mean, anything you go into the marriage with, you should be able to leave with. And I think that it would be completely unfair of someone to expect anything else. So I want to kind of um, 
So essentially, I want to use this same philosophy to make sure that when we have kids, we are in the happiest place in our lives, making decisions about what's best for our children, as opposed to having to do that if in the event we got divorced. You know, I, I just think anyone that thinks it's absolutely impossible that you're going to get divorced is incredibly naive. naive. And I think that anything can happen in life and things that you don't even prepare for. So I would rather be prepared. And I, you know, I, I am from parents that are divorced. I know tons of people whose family, you know, families are divorced. And I think that what tends to happen is that emotions run high when you're separating. And a lot of times people make decisions based on their emotions instead of what's actually best for their children. I mean, I'm sure you've seen it time and time again. And like you said, it's just something we want to be on the same page and something we want to discuss. And typically we are on the same page about, you know, those big decisions. So this would be another one of those. And, you know, I feel like we are going to be on the same page, but well, we'll see. Right? I mean, we would be on the same page right now, Yeah. but would we be on the same page 10 years from now when you, you know, are leaving me for like a 22 year old? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. So I want to negate any if, ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah, there won't be anything to worry about because we'll have an ironclad agreement on how we are raising our children and what big decisions. And I'm not talking about, I mean, of course, there's going to be things that would come up that we'll probably argue about, but that's the same as if we were still married. These are the like big things, yeah. the things that. The things that are going to for sure happen, the for sure need to be talked about. Yeah. So a lot of my research came from expertise.com, an article called Divorce and Child Custody, What You Need to Know. So the first thing we would have to decide on is the type of custody arrangement that we would have for our kids. So essentially, um, physical custody means who has the kids. So you can have joint physical custody or sole physical custody. So that would mean, obviously one of us had the kids, it would be sole physical custody. If both of us shared them equally, it would be joint physical custody. Why don't you tell us what you think would you? I would think we would, we would have shared custody. Yeah. 100%. And I think we would be very cordial about it. Well, no, Hopefully. we wouldn't. That's why we're talking about yeah. it now. Well, I mean, people aren't. Yeah. No, I agree. I think we would share 50, 50 or, you know, probably more along the lines of like whatever worked for us. But having that in there as that 50-50 would give me peace of mind that one of us wouldn't, I don't know. I feel like it would be me that would be a psycho, but I'm I almost protecting be, my future self from, yeah. or my current self from my future self. Yeah. I think I'm going to be the fun parent and you're going to be the crazy parent. So I don't think so. The way you're looking at me, scaring me. I what? think you're going to end up being the the mean parent because oh. you're going to get in so much trouble for from me not ever doing uh, anything that you're going to end up having to be the uh, tough one because I'm not I refuse. Yeah, that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're the stay-at-home dad. Yeah. I want I'll come home from work and nothing will be done. You and I will get in a huge fight and then I'll spend the rest of the night loving on my children while you are sad about having to do all the things that didn't get done and Man, that will suck just not for you do that let's just that will suck get, for you yeah let's just not do that what do you mean let's just 
that's why we're talking about it now. So things like that don't happen too. From there, basically you have to talk about things like visitation rights of non-custodial parents. So, you know, if the kids are with you, but they're not with you, who can they be with? And how are those decisions made? You know, are there certain people that of course, there's no need to have a discussion. They can be with them like Savile and Libby, our parents, whatever that is. Yeah. Or is it a discussion every time? I don't think it needs to be a discussion every time. I definitely think there is a, we have our small group of people we 100% trust and we would be 100% okay with our kids being with. And how far will you and I live apart? Because. Well, that's, that's a tough one. It's pretty hard to have joint custody if you don't live in the same city. That it, or close. Yeah. Yeah. That's something to think about coming from someone that I know wants to move to Europe at any given second or beck and call. So well, that would be the benefit of joint custody is whenever you add them, I could be in Europe. Yeah, that's true. Two month to month. Yeah. We could do a month to month type of situation, <laughs> make it work. You can have them all summer. I'm going to Europe. <laughs> so things like, you know, discussing if one of us had to move for work, what that would mean for our custody agreement, those kind of clauses I would want in there just to lay the framework and have us already agreed upon terms so that we're starting at a place that is about what would be best for our kids as opposed to what would be best for us. And that's just smart business at the end of the day. Well, I do have a business degree. You do. Common time together. And by that, I mean this us spending time with them and us together because kids need that for their whole families to be together, even you know, in cases of divorce. So we would have to have an agreed upon something, whether it was like, I don't know, I don't know, do like specific things every once in a while where we all do it. We all go to a movie. We all. To spend time together as like a cohesive group. Yeah. Because it's important. It's important for kids to see their parents together and for them to see them getting along. And yeah, I was going to say happy getting along and just like, seeing the dynamic that like, you know, like they do get along. Right. Um, We also would have to go through the process of reaching out, uh, reaching that custody agreement. So I think, I mean, we could set in there that we, you know, if we already have all these terms established, we wouldn't need to do mediation or family court. We would have our, we would have it set. Essentially we're skipping mediation and family court, which is the worst part. Right. Because that's where the fighting happens. Yeah. We're, if there's things we disagree on now, we can at least hash them out in a way that feels best for us and for, for the kids. The kids, yeah. We also the biggest thing really in my mind is child support obligations. So what I researched was that child support obligations typically are based off of physical custody, so depending on if it's joint or sole, and then it can vary between states when it comes to obviously differences in income. So right now you and I are pretty, I mean, we pretty much make the same amount within a little bit. I mean, if it was right now, I mean, it'd be pretty simple. It'd be just, I feel like we would just split it. However, in my opinion, I think it doesn't matter what either of us make. We both went to college. We both have had the same opportunity since college. 100%. And I, I don't believe that one or the other of us should have to, pay the other person 
because they make more. Oh, 100%. I think, I think you and I could hash that out. I think that I have a strong opinion on this. I just think that in today's day and age, I don't, I don't necessarily think that this was always the case, but men and women, I mean, I don't think they have equal opportunities, but I believe that, you know, knowing all of my girlfriends work and have jobs and can handle their shit. I don't feel like I would ever put, I would never want you to pay me child support because I, I can work just as much as you can work. Mm -hmm. And why should I get like, we both work, but then I also get some of your money. Yeah. I feel like if like we needed to spend money on anything, we could just talk and discuss it and just do it. Like it wouldn't be like child support. And I think like maybe anyone that's like listening to this, that is divorced and is saying like, Oh, of course they think this because they're not going through the divorce. Well, exactly. Yeah. That's why I think doing this before even something like a divorce is a potential doesn't put you in that position. You're going to have enough hard things going on, going through a divorce why add this if we can take care of it before we even have kids and this is a huge chunk of it if you can take care of this this the rest should be a breeze yeah it's about signing paperwork and moving out Mm -hmm. selling houses get out if we have established that we both pay we don't pay each other any money we just pay for our own stuff there's obviously um personal and emotional issues to consider for the kids so what are our expectations for our interactions in front of and behind closed doors for the kids? So when you and I interact in front of them, you know, versus what we interact when they're not around, like we need to have established boundaries because that kind of stuff, the things that the kids see, that's lifelong. That's stuff that they're going to internalize. It's going to be carried over into their relationships. Mm -hmm. And it's just something that I think if you and I were on the same page, like that, we that, that's something we talk about a lot now i feel like just like just our future having our future kid and like the stuff we do now like how is that going to like reflect if our kid sees that we talk about that all all the time i feel like as of late yeah i mean i think there's uh it's a good thing for kids to see their parents argue especially when they can see them also reach a conclusion and you know apologies or some sort of meeting in the middle or something but i also think when it comes to divorce, you're not probably going to have the same type of uh, conclusion that you reach. And so deciding how you feel about arguing in front of the kids, how you feel about, you know, a lot of those things. And maybe this is all just stuff people should talk about before they have kids anyways, not even in the thought that a divorce could happen. But I think that for me, it would make me feel better <clears throat> to have some sort of established custody agreement with multiple clauses um, so that, again, like I keep saying, we're not in a in a passionate situation yeah. at any point. It's just, it's business. And it's what, we, you know, we decided and it's best for the kids. And I would rather to make decisions about our children while we love each other. Yeah. Because we're always going to love each other, I hope. Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) That's so sad. I mean, everyone hopes that. Yeah. Um, We also would have to make a decision on how we would talk to our kids about the divorce. What, you know, preparing them for going from one house to two houses from, you know, we're still family, but, you know, families look different and 
the potential for families to get bigger that aren't, you know, what it always looked like, things like that. So having, I don't know, some sort of agreement in there about the way we would talk, whether it's with, you know, counseling or I don't know. I don't know what that would look like, but to me, that seems like something that we would also, and, you know, maybe some of this isn't even legally binding, but having it in paperwork that we decided on this together, I think it 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 still means something. It makes us both feel comfortable and like at peace with the decisions we made. Right. And just to see it, I think sometimes everyone talks about the things they want for their kids and the things they don't want. However, I don't know that it's talked about always in this way. And so I also think that, you know, comma divorce, someone could say, well, you said you would always do it this way. And the person could be like, no, I didn't. Well, well no. now it's in yeah. writing and it's signed and we feel good know, about it. Said it. Yep. Yeah. Fucking said it. You said it. Oh, no. Uh oh. Oh, there it is. Here we go. <laughs> Lost my note. Sorry. So now we're going to just kind of talk about a bunch of questions yeah. we're gonna go back and forth on kind of almost like if you guys were there with us while we're making some of these decisions and see how we see how we agree on it now and see if there's anything that there's like discrepancies on because those would be the ones that we would pay extra attention to yeah the first says will they go to public or private school and if private who will pay i'm gonna go with private and I would think we would probably split it. I am actually leaning more towards public. Really? Especially. Does it depend where though we are? Well, I mean, we talked about the other day that Chicago has school of choice. They do. So I would love our kids to actually get to benefit from the public school system. And, you know, as long as the school is a good school, I'm not opposed to private school. I'm opposed to religious based private yeah. school but i agree if we did go that route if that was what we chose we would split we it. would split it that's interesting i definitely thought you would say private school but i mean your i tune has changed a little bit maybe yeah yeah i mean i'm trying to learn more about the public school system and the benefits of well i'm a democrat so our kids yeah. probably go to public school so <laughs> it comes down to just i don't know giving myself more knowledge and benefiting from you know our state and our city and those kind of things so Mm -hmm. um why don't you read some of these because you're not doing a whole lot of talking how will vacations be paid for so in my mind this question is about if our kids go on vacations without us because obviously if we take our kids on on vacation we pay for our kids but how would vacation say say they're like i don't know it's senior year they're going on spring break with their friends i mean i'm sure the depending who they're with and i'm sure we'll be financially okay at that point if they ask us we'll just pay for it like it's whoever i just feel like it's whoever they ask oh i think it's just whoever they ask in the moment like i mean it's not that much yeah in the grand scheme of things and if it's like a, a trip yeah of course yeah i don't have strong strong opinions on that one so what if they ask me like can i go to europe for a month but then they ask you if they can go to Green Bay for the weekend. Sure. So, no, but I'm saying oh. like, so I have to pay for the $5,000 Europe trip and you have to pay for the $200 Green Bay trip. Oh, that's, that's just super unfortunate. I mean, 
Guys, we're already yeah. battling it out. Yeah, that's just super unfortunate. So you're saying I'm I'm not agreeing to this one. Like I wouldn't sign off on this clause. What, what say, would you want? No, we would just split it. Oh. Like big things. Like I'm not saying like every single thing they do, but big things we would just split. I'm I'm I mean, I'm fine with that, but so otherwise I'm gonna tell my kids to never ask me for a vacation and never always ask, ask you. Yeah. Why does dad always pay for the vacations? They wouldn't ask that. Kids don't ask why someone pays for something. They would just- I would ask you. Be like, why are the kids always asking me for fucking vacation? And I would say, oh, because in our in our agreement, you said whoever the kids ask is who pays. <laughs> See, I'm shysty. I'll, I can say the next one. If one parent wants to pay for something, it's the same monetary value placed on the other parent at some point as a sort of you grab this, I'll grab that. So if you say, I'm going to pay for this trip to Europe. If you say it, yeah, you're going to cover it. Does that mean eventually I have to cover something for the same amount? Or if you put it out there that you're going to pay for something, oh, like it a, just covers it. Like a tit for tat situation. Yeah. tit. I got the tits. You got the tats. Yeah. I actually have both. Yeah. You have both, but <laughs> uh, that's just like a shitty way to live. I don't, that might happen, but that's just a shitty way to live a tit. Like I agree going back like we would if it was a big enough like if they wanted to go spend like 10 grand going to like europe we would probably talk like discuss that and split it but yeah i I wouldn't prefer to go back and forth like that i agree yeah i think if you volunteer to cover something it's not on the other parent at all if you want to pay for something you're not doing it with the expectation that something else will be covered yeah 100 percent next question here how are decisions about curfews where they can stay etc made how are just not i'm not asking like to tell me what your opinion on what time they have to be home at what age just tell me how we make those decisions as a couple i think it's just a discussion and i mean we can talk about like the friends they're hanging out with and like if there's a bad if there's like a mm, bad act, you can't no? base your kid's curfew off of who their friends are. Who do you, what do you base it off of? Your then? kid. I guess, did you, you didn't have a curfew, did you? Yeah, I did. I never really, ours was pretty loose. Well, you're the third child. I'm the first child. That makes but a lot of sense. What we're talking about really is our first child anyways, because yeah. the first child sets the standards for what you do as a parent. I the mean, second child sets the standards for what you don't do anymore as a parent. And the third just gets away with everything. Literally. I feel like, you know, I, I've i never been a fan of like hard line on a curfew. I think that it's more about like situational. And if they're at your house and you're like, hey, be home by 10, that's fine. You know, like I, I would never be like, you let them stay out till 10 or, oh, I let them stay out till 11. Like, I feel like it's almost like a situational. Just whatever is kind of in the moment. If you're like, hey, like be home by 11. Like just, I mean, just be open about it. And But it's, I also think it's more like about us being at that level of understanding so that we are both comfortable with the other one of us making that decision in the moment and not either of us questioning it with each other. Yeah. Next question. Yeah, I'm there. Um, who's buying the car? I feel like this is another thing like big trips. Like we just split it. Yeah. I mean, it's easy enough. I feel like whoever, we would they, have whoever to, they ask. Yeah. <laughs> they, again, they would be sent to you. You're like, don't tell dad you asked me. Well, yeah. I think that um, 
again, though, it's one of those things where if you want to buy a Range Rover and I want to buy a Toyota Camry, like I'm not going to anti like pony up the 50 grand as opposed to the like what seven grand. We can meet in the middle somewhere on that. Like a Toyota Corolla, like a Honda Civic SR. <laughs> no, I don't think I, like our kid's going to be a loser that would want that car. Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully not. Shout out to anyone that drives that car. <laughs> Whoever two streets over has one. Like well, I'm guessing so, they don't listen to our podcast. I'm guessing not. And if they do, more power to them. On a quick side note, I was looking at our stats the other day and people in Lake Stevens are like starting to amp it up even more. And like, they're going to overtake Chicago at some point. They're crushing. Crushing. There's also another place like near Lake Stevens that is like our third most listened to place now. Washington. People love us in Washington. We've never even been. Nope. Here's a big one. Yeah. Introducing future significant others of ours to our children like are we like telling each other before we do it like type of thing well right like and like are there rules on how long you've had to have been dating and like when is it time and does the other adult meet the person before the kids do all of those kind of things i feel like this one could be very situational too why why wouldn't there really like a hard rule on that? Do you want a hard rule? I'm just asking. I'm just trying to create conversation here. <laughs> because every, everything pretty much we've done so far is we either split it down the middle mm-hmm. or it's just situational. So this time I chose situational. I don't think that it is. I think like we would set some sort of hard line. Like you have to have been dating them for six months and be ready to like want them in your life in a more significant way. I'm not saying you have to be like ready to be engaged before the kids would have to meet them. So but you're in- saying it can't be like first date or like the first time they meet. Did I not just say that we would have to meet them first before the kids do? So what are you going to bring your date, your first date over to your ex-wife's house? Because what you move? also want to date. You also want to meet, have her meet your children on the first. That's day. like that Adam Sandler movie. Um, with uh but they're not actually married no, or divorced trying to the one with jennifer aniston yeah yeah and Different Brooklyn Decker. so i think in in that one it's something we could very easily set, set the actual rules down yeah, for with like six months i mean let's be honest you're gonna date first because after us i'm done like i will have a dog and probably a really clean house and probably a little place in paris probably or ireland not not a man though yeah too uh, much work nope too much expense yep i'll be very happy to meet your girlfriend on the first date (laughs) um (laughs) next one um who's buying the clothes toys electronics bigger ticket items well let's talk about the smaller ticket items first because i think that those are the things that like you just buy them. That's not a like situation. Yeah. If you're just out and about, you're just going to buy them. But then the next, the next question kind of follows that up with, so then if you bought the clothes, toys, electronics, do they remain at your house or are they allowed to travel back and forth? Because I know divorced families where they wouldn't allow even the clothes that they buy their kids to go with. Stuff can travel back and forth. I don't really care about that. Like, your kid doesn't need two laptops and two two closet like two, two identical sets full of closets clothes, of clothes and they and... can never wear the clothes they want unless they're at that parent's house yeah no yeah. i agree i think for like small things 
it's not something that I would care to split. It's one of those like, oh, the kid needs this, get it for them. Yeah. Or they want this, whatever. Those are your own decisions. They're not something we would have to make together. But I think bigger things like computers, I don't know what other kid, I don't know, cell phones. I don't know what, whatever kids have. I mean, what kid, whatever kids are doing these days. And those are the kinds of things where I'm, unless you felt like, oh, I'll just pick it up. It seems like those are the types of things like a car or like big trips that would be at least discussed to split them. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm acting like I would be the poorer one. Cause like I might not be, but in my mind, I would be the poorer one. I don't think so. <laughs> you have a lot of drive. Thank you. Yeah. I don't even have a car. Nope. Uh, 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 uh. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, the next question. Can, can time be exchanged? Um, let's say I have the kids every two weeks and then I have to go out of town or something. Like, is that okay? Like, am I okay? Just like being like, Hey, right. So like, I think flexing also, time. Yeah. Flex time. Oh, flex I think time. also part of this is if you're, if you have to leave during your two weeks, you, just lose that time or do you also like or do you get that time at you know like yeah i get what you're saying if you were gone for one of your two weeks and i had the kids would you get the kids then one of my next two weeks if that makes sense yeah no i get what you're throwing so what's your opinion on this um once again i once again i think that's situational if like something super important pops up and like you have to like i have to give the kids like it, i don't know well, i'm, th- I'm trying to think too. about that one yeah what do you think let me think about that one for a second let me mull that one i feel like i would want to have like a hard line set however i would hope that we have all of this hard stuff set and in the moments we would actually be like more like go well more lax guess, about it more lax about it but i guess it depends on the kids ages because obviously if they can go back and forth by themselves it makes it a lot it's easier. different than if we're shuttling them back and forth but i think that if if you wanted them you could have them like to me yeah if you, if you had to leave for a week of your time sure if you want to have them for another additional week that would be fine with me or if you said, no, it's fine. I'll just get them on my normal two weeks. Also fine with that. But of course, we're trying to set actual hard boundaries things here. So we're just making it too easy on ourselves. right? Yeah, now. because I we're being too relaxed and we all we have to be more strict direct about it because yeah. that's the decisions that yeah. are more, like otherwise we're just, just kind of like, yeah, we're just going to really leads, go with the flow. But it leads us to then being in the same problem as anyone that didn't discuss this. Yeah. 100%. I would say you get your week back. Yeah. That's what we'll put. Yeah. That's you get your week back. You get your week back. Congratulations. Time. It's a timeshare. Yep. Timeshare child. Timeshare child. I'd rather have a jet, but it's fine. The next one, drinking, drug use, sexual, other mature conversations done together, separate, or by one of the parents. You tell well, me what you thing. think on that. Uh... No, it's not the same thing. Oh. Together would be both of us. Separate would be we each have the yeah. conversations. And um, done by one of the parents is like if you just had the sex talk. Okay. I mean, I think we're just going to be open about all that stuff anyway. So if it comes up in conversation, it comes up. No. Are you serious? That's not how you educate your kids if they bring it up. No. Well, on the, I'm thinking here again. On some of that... the. 
I mean, I think we're just open about all that stuff. I guess the wrong word was saying if they bring it up, but we're just, we're open about that stuff. We don't like try to hide it. No, but I think we would have to have, again, we have to have a plan. So of the three options, who, what's the plan? Sure. I'll t- I mean, all those things we can, drinking and drug use. Sure. I'll take those. I was thinking we would do them together. You want to do both, them all together? I mean, we're parent, we're the parents, yeah. right? So like. We set them down together on all those things. Yeah. Different stages where it's appropriate. I'm fine with that. (laughs) I guess I don't have a full one way or the other. Can you guys though see how right now we are not in any sort of turmoil? We're not synced on this. But we're not, you know, we're not on the same page about all of this. I don't think we're wildly off, but imagine one of us cheated on each other or, you know, like there was some sort of devastating reason that we're getting divorced. This is the shit that like, this ruins families yeah they wouldn't be uh we wouldn't be like laughing and right having fun about these topics That's why i think like you know i clearly in my mind think i know what i want and you're you don't always have that same answer and so that's why i think that this pre-baby prenup mm-hmm. is so important to me mm-hmm. because it's okay if you know i'll give in on some of this stuff for sure but i think we need to make a hard hard decisions on some of this some of these are tough i know the next question says complete transparency between parents no secrets about the kids slash from the kids that either parent doesn't know about so like if your kids pulling shit in one house yeah i think like we have to be like they can't team up on us and pin us against each other it's not like Mom said this, dad said this, or if one of them comes to you and is like, Hey, this is going on, you know, I'm your first phone call, vice versa. Yeah. Like, it's not like, don't tell mom, like mom's going to fucking know. Yeah. I think we talk those situations through. Right. Definitely don't want the kids teaming up. The worst thing that can happen to you in your whole life is if your kids realize that once they (coughs) actually team up, they will take you down. Yeah. Like, kids they're strong no one should tell kids that because once it happens you're done it's over for you hoes <laughs> um you can ask the next one if we have multiple kids how does this change things yeah i mean i feel like it's easy to think about this as one kid but like we said earlier on if you know most parents are stricter with the first kid and then they become more lax so does it almost require like, does our pre-baby prenup require like every five-year revisions or every three-year revisions, depending as... That's, I mean, that's that's just smart. Once again, that's just probably good business if you're like looking at it and tweaking things that make sense. Right. Because I mean, right now we're 30. Yeah. Who knows how in our minds these things will make more sense. First of all, just by aging, but second of all, by actually putting all of this stuff into practice with a physical human being that, and I mean, five, 10, 15, we're going to have like monetarily, we'll be in such a different spot. We'll like so much will be different there. Yeah. And so like, so our contract will require revisional dates. Yes. Wow. We're getting, we're so So like adult, so adult. Go us. I feel good about our divorce right now. Yeah. I feel great (laughs) about it. Um, how do we decide who has them when and for what holidays? Is it like, you know, you get Thanksgiving, I get Christmas, and then the next year it reverses? Is it like... I think it's us sitting down and just whatever makes sense. 
No, that's not how contracts work. Yeah, that's how this one's going to work. No, it's not. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> that's why we're having this discussion. Our color, Jenny just walked in, our color commentator, and if she didn't know what was going on, we could just tell her, hey, we're getting divorced, and <laughs> we're just trying to split our stuff up right now. And we're actually really just talking about the dogs. Yeah. This and is George. actually just the dogs and George we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, we could pull a parent trap and you could take one of the kids and I could take the other and we could not tell them that they're related. Oh. <laughs> and then just like, yeah. And that, then they'll meet at a summer camp. Yeah. Yeah. And swap places. And then they'll team up. Right. And take us down. Oh, we have a question from the audience. If you get a divorce. Gets me. <laughs> me. Amber. <laughs> did you just give me up that easy? Clearly he did. Rude. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. There's gonna be a roommate discussion later. <laughs> Amber. <laughs> I'd fight you for a few of our friends. Like who? No, we're not talking about that right now. Um <laughs> back to holidays. You would want them for Thanksgiving. No, Is just it, tell me what I'm just thinking. Like, I'm just thinking about the big ones. You would definitely want them because you love Thanksgiving more than life itself. So well, you would definitely you think want... my kids would be the only people in my life. You would probably you you'd probably have everyone. You'd probably want everyone like you and your new girlfriend. Yeah, you probably met invite us on yeah. date one. Yeah, I so I feel like the easiest way to put it in a contract would either be to swap holidays every other year or to sit down at the beginning of every year and set the calendar. Yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. You you sit down at the beginning of the year and then go through list out things. all the holidays yeah. and then basically like how me and Libby used to play Barbies, we would lay everything out and then we would each pick one item at a time. Yep, <laughs> that's how, I think that's the easiest way. Well, good thing my seven year old self is really helping me plan my divorce. Um, next one, communication between you and me. I mean, I think this kind of goes back to what we were saying about how we would need to be in constant communication so that we were both aware of what was going on at both of our homes and depending on how much each of our kids actually told us about their lives and like you know you pick one up from school oh they're in trouble for this or they did this or whatever i think you and i would have to be uh on the same page constantly and anyone that we were with beyond you know you know new relationships they would have to be so okay with it. They would mm-hmm. have to be like, that's fine that you guys literally are going to have to talk a hundred times like a week. It's like a Courtney Scott situation, even though they were never together. He tried to propose a couple times. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I mean. Constant communication though. But even if you're not married and you have kids together, these are the exact same questions you would have to go through. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah. At the end of the day. Um, how do we feel about family therapy slash counseling, even beyond our divorce? I'm okay with it. Like you would want to, at if it was needed on yeah. the, okay, it's always needed yeah. on the occasion, go all of us together. It would probably be smart. Probably would be. And at least we'd all be together. Even if it was like once a year. Yeah. I think it'd be a good thing. Can you imagine if your family actually went to therapy once a year, how much better <laughs> off you'd be? That'd be a really awkward therapy session. <laughs> That's what it's supposed to be. The next question is, how do punishments traverse homes? So say you ground the kids at your house. Are they grounded at my house? Ooh, that I think that's the communication thing. It, doesn't that go back to communication? Like we would probably be talking. But we have to put it that. in a contract. Yeah, I know, but. Um, Why do I have to say this every question? I'm, I'm trying to think about that one. 
Like I agree. I would, I would hope that you and I would be a lot more lax. But <laughs> if we have to set a rule, nope, they're grounded at both houses. Well, it almost kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. Like I mean, if, if they did something that bad, they should be. And like maybe, yeah, I guess like, I don't know. We never picked like an amount of time they would spend at each of our houses, but like, I can't, I don't know. Like if they got in trouble the last day at your house, they wouldn't only be grounded one day unless I, I don't know if I like groundings at all. I just mean punishments. You got to ground them on the first day. Yeah. But what if they didn't do it on the first day? Oh no. You can't No, You got to hold it. No. I'm just, I'm just saying you would hope that they do. If That's not ground. how you, you would hope. Yeah. So you're saying <laughs> April 1st, you have the kids April 1st through April 14th. And our kid gets in a fight at school on April 13th, but you hoped he got it in the fight on April 1st. I'm joking. I'm joking. I think, I think it would have to, it goes between both houses. Yeah. yeah. I think the punishments would kind of have to, Yeah. but then you and I would have to agree on like a punishment style and like what that would mean. Like it also affects, like if you say you're not having your car for a week, and then they come to my house and I have to drive their asses everywhere. Oh, I mean, I yeah. know they say kids punishments that are harder on the parents Don't are the, take the car are the ones that are better. Yeah. That sounds horrible. Don't take the car. What do you, Oh, just never take yeah. the car. We'll figure out another punishment. And then I guess, um, the last couple of questions kind of all kind of like, they all, they're all kind of One. going together, but yeah. responsibilities at the other parents' houses, you know, how do chores work? Is it per parent? Like what, how is that, how is that going to be? It probably is per parent in the house unless, I mean, unless we are discussing that, I think it, I mean, you, the chores might end up being the same, but it, I think it's still per parent if you're in their home. How do kids act when like, say I had a house cleaner and you don't, and like, they're like, what mom's house, we don't have to do this. Like, un- what do you say? That's unfortunate, but you still got to do it. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure the kid will be like, oh, I got it. Great. That was an excellent yeah. explanation of why I have to do it. Yeah. Because I just got to. You just got to. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Great. <laughs> Super insightful. Yep. You've convinced me as a child that I just have to do You're it. You're just going to have to do it. And then when you go back to mom's house, you won't have to do it. <laughs> what if they're like, then I'm staying at mom's? Cool. How does that work? Like well, if the kids are like, I don't want to go to your house. I hope that doesn't happen. I think if if it was in a contract, the first the first thing that's happening is we're picking up the phone and talking and seeing like what the actual issue is. And then like, you know, like talking together with our kid and then coming up with a decision together. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like we're mostly on the same page about all of this stuff, but it would benefit us in the long run if we actually do make yes or no decisions. Some definitive answers on some of them. Yeah, because clearly we don't agree on everything. And like, I mean, I know that's parenting in general, even if you're married, like it's actually kind of eye-opening to have talked about this stuff even outside of thinking about divorce, just thinking about the ways in which we're both going to approach parenting, because it's it's very clear that I'm going to want to have, you know, at least some sort of guidelines on how I like want to approach parenting. Whereas I think you're going to be more of a, 
it's going to come at you and then you're going to make a decision kind of person. Yeah. So it's going to hit me in the face real hard. And then we'll go, we'll go from there. Well, we won't though, because pre baby prenup, we'll have the contract. Yeah. The pre baby prenup, pre baby prenup. Yeah. The pre baby prenup. Say that five times fast. Pre baby prenup, pre baby prenup, pre baby prenup, pre baby prenup, pre baby prenup. Thank you. Yeah. Well guys, thank you for being a part of one of our most mature conversations very adult conversation so adult now danny's gonna tell us all the handles where you can follow us oh gosh instagram relationship goals qm correct facebook we never use it uh isn't it relationship goals qm no relationship goals question mark podcast yeah. our gmail relationship goals qm at gmail.com nope relationship goals qm pod at gmail.com how about patreon, patreon? oh uh i don't know this one patreon.com slash relationship goals qm there we go well guys on that key? danny's gonna give us a cheers yeah. and actually uh we got drinks somehow magically magically we weren't gonna drink it all of a sudden we got drinks Woo. um cheers to a very mature and adult conversation tonight and i hope that people that are listening take a lot out of this one. I feel like we threw a lot of good information in this one. So, and if you want to find um, out anything about the resources I used for uh, tonight's research, they'll all be in the notes on um, with the description. Yeah. But other than that, cheers. Cheers. And have a good day. Have a good fucking day.